Welcome. He is Jacob Warren. I am Dave Hooker at Saval Report, brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive. And finally, I am going to uh, answer the request because throughout the time that Jacob and I have been doing, or Jay, Jake, uh, he goes by different names, Jay War. Yeah. Throughout the time that we've been doing this podcast, people want to know more about Jacob very well spoken is is what I hear on the message boards uh you're you're a treasure to Tennessee football so I want to take this opportunity in the offseason just to get to know Jay War Jacob Jay whatever we go with go. a little bit uh a little bit better so looking forward to that it's not any sort of you don't have to lay on a couch or anything it's not, not any sort of psychologist thing but uh <laughs> do you like talking about yourself Jacob uh sometimes I think everybody likes talking about themselves to an extent, right? We all like talking about ourselves, but yeah, I do. I do like talking about myself. I think there's a lot to say. So, okay, well, let's let's dive into it. I'm I'm excited. So, um, we've talked about the fact that your uh, kinesiology is major. That's easy for me to say. You've got skills in in broadcasting. We think that you might dive into, but you're known most for football. I think everybody would would agree with that. I'm curious when you go back. When did you say to yourself, I'm pretty good at this? Like, yeah. maybe this can go on past middle school, high school sort of thing. Yeah. Um, man, it really wasn't until, like, like middle of high school, really. Um, I grew up playing, like, just for fun, right? And just because I had a good time. And I was good at it, right? And I think that, you know, maybe other people saw the potential in me for sure um, before I saw it, um, or at least before I realized it. Um, obviously was a, a big kid and um, just I'm like bigger than everyone else. Right. So I was good at the game because I was bigger, but that just always seemed like kind of what it was. Right. It didn't seem like it was something that necessarily, you know, was just amazing at because I was just super naturally talented. But, you know, as I got a little bit older and, um, you know, started playing high school ball and, you know, started developing a little bit more as, you know, an actual player rather than just a, a big kid, um, yeah, I just started to realize that there was a lot of things that, you know, I picked up on pretty well. Um, I think I was I was a, a pretty smart football player, you know, offensive scheme wise and stuff, you know, kind of from my age when I was younger in high school, um, which helped me, you know, a lot just on the field and um, kind of gave me an advantage in that way. But also I was, you know, six foot five and, you know, whatever. I wasn't very big, but I was I like heavy, but I was a big kid. Right. Which helped a lot and, you know, had good hands that. Um, I may have talked about with y'all, but have kind of came from just being out in the front yard, right, with my dad. I always wanted to catch the ball when I was little, right, because, like I mentioned, I was a big kid, and I don't know about everybody, like where everybody's from, but in Knoxville, in Tennessee, there's a green X, right, or at least in the league I played. There's a green X. If you're over the weight limit, which probably when I was a young kid wasn't that much, but I was a very large kid. <laughs> if you're yeah, over so the I coached limit, my son, so the green X means you couldn't touch the ball. We had ball. one kid like that on when I was coaching my son. So you, you're a certain weight, you can't touch the ball. Can't even touch it. Like if it's on the ground and there's a fumble, you you can you can dive on it, jump on it, but you can't pick it up, run it. You can't be throwing the ball. You can't have the ball in your hand at all. Um, which is freaking. You know what I mean? That's kind of insensitive for these people <laughs> you know what that is that's what that's weightist yeah it is no it definitely is but we won't get into that politics man politics of youth football but um <laughs> so that was kind of my thing and but man I, I just love you know catching and I love running around and, and, and being able to catch the ball really well so me and my dad would be out in the yard um just catching the ball every day all the time whatever so I think that that's kind of where you know 
that natural, you know, the natural catching and just the hands and everything kind of came from was just that, right? And then once I kind of sprouted um, my freshman year of high school and, you know, grew a bunch, grew, you know, height-wise, um, was able to step into that tight end role and start playing that. And I think I, you know, pretty quickly realized that, you know, I'm bigger than a lot of the other tight ends that are in my league right now. Um, <clears throat> I'm continuing to grow. So, like, like I, I still have a lot of potential to get in and stronger or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Middle of high school, I would say, is when I kind of started realizing, like, yeah, I'm I'm better than a lot of the other people around here. So, like, maybe I could start doing this. And then, obviously, just kept going. Had a great junior year. We won state championship. And then it kind of really became real at that point whenever I started you know, getting looks from colleges, right? And people, you know, college coaches coming into the school and me being like, I don't know what they're here for. Like, they're here for me. Like, I had no clue, right? <laughs> like, oh, why is that coach from, you know, wherever here? Ah, I don't know. And then he's like, next thing you know, I'm getting a call down to the office or something. Like, hey, they want to talk to you. I was like, oh, wow, that's, you know, that's awesome. So um, kind of realized it late, but I'm, I'm very happy that obviously everything worked out the way it did. And and just a lot of people say, like, I'm 5'11 and a half, so I say I'm six foot. Right. And a lot of people are 6'3 uh, or 6'4, and they say I'm 6'5. I don't mm-hmm. know why that's the rounding number. Jacob is a legit 6'5. I've stood next to him. I wouldn't be surprised if you were 6'6. Six, six. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, no, for sure. It's up there. <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. It's up there, though, really, honestly. I mean, you're, you're, you're legit 6'5. But I wonder with your dad and your uncle playing, was there – was there any pressure? Did you? I'm sure your dad didn't pressure you to play, but did you feel any internal pressure because it kind of ran in the, the family gene, so to speak? For sure, yeah. I mean, it definitely is a family thing, right? Like everyone in my family enjoys watching or, or being a part of or whatever. Um, but no, man, I, I appreciate my parents and, and my dad and um, just because throughout my life, even when I was a young kid, right, it was never, you know, it was a choice, right? It was a choice. I decided I wanted to play. If I decided I didn't want to play, I didn't have to play. But if I decided that I was going to play, I was going to play. And I wasn't going to quit. And I wasn't going to stop playing in the season because I didn't want to play anymore. Like, it was one of those things that it, it was truthfully my my decision and my choice and, and something that I wanted to do. And, um, yeah, it kind of took a lot of that pressure off. And it was like any time that I was feeling bad about it or I didn't want to go to practice, it was like, dude, man, you choose to do it, right? Like, you're the one that decided you wanted to do it, so you're going to have to go. Um, but yeah, then obviously as I got older, got better, um, all these opportunities kind of fall in my lap and, and it's now this whole idea of, of, is there more pressure now to go to Tennessee because my dad, um, you know, all these things, you know, throughout my whole life, they've been very just supportive and saying, look, man, like, this is your life. Like, if you want to make that decision, then you make that decision and you live with it. Um, but if you don't, then that's cool. And uh, that's that's been very nice to have that support. Do you remember being referred to as, uh, hey, let's, let's look out for him as James's kid? Okay, so my dad, uh, you know my dad. <laughs> my dad knows just about everybody. And I think it's hilarious because, like, I would just be walking around in a store or something, like, say I'm at Walmart, and – I'll be walking around and somebody will be like staring at me or like looking at me, which happens, you know, relatively frequently. You never really know why they're looking. It could just be because I'm tall and they could be like, Oh wow, that guy's really tall. Like I don't know if she's one that tall or it could be, Hey, that guy. Yeah. With me, it's usually because I'm really good looking. For sure. Yeah. I mean, either that or I'm really good looking. (laughs) Like, 
you never know, right? It could be because they know who I am from football. It could be because they know who I am from Farragut. But it always cracks me up, and it never fails, man. It's always – it's one, probably like once a month, man, when I'm walking around a store, and it's like, hey, you're James's son, right? I'm like, no, I'm Jacob. But, yeah, I am James. I am James's son. I think it's hilarious that you know him. And like, they're like, oh, man, he's he's the best, man. He sold us a car, you know, last last month or last year or whatever. And, um yeah, man, I think that it's cool that, that he's very well recognized in the same way as me of being very personable and very um, just very likable guy. Yeah, very, very likable, uh, great guy. And uh, but he, he I want to I want to share with you what he told me uh, about the, the gifts that that God gave you. And I, I don't think I've ever told you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ball report is brought to you by Fassy Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive. Industrial mowers, commercial mowers, residential mowers. They're all right there at Vassy Lawn and Garden, and they've got the buying power to save you money if you're restocking your fleet or starting a new business. So whether it's Knoxville, Nashville, or Chattanooga, they're in Cleveland, Tennessee, Vassy Lawn and Garden, Man Alive. It's worth the drive. So I, w- I went to meet your dad and um, at one point because he works at Harper's there in Knoxville, and I, I, had, to, I had to go see uh, my stepdad who works there. So, But anyway, I want to say hello to your dad. We just started working together, uh, you and me. And he said, yep, he gets all his brains from his mom. <laughs> is that his go-to line he loves that one man he loves that one. <laughs> he uses that one every time dude anytime we talk about school or whatever I'm, i don't like to brag or whatever but if it's i'm talking to one of his co-workers or i'll walk in there every once in a while and just say hey to him when i'm in town or when i'm about around the dealership and he'll be selling a car and he'll be like yeah man or i'll tell the, the client about the fact that i just graduated or whatever my master's he's like yeah, you didn't get none of that from me I'm like, well, all right, dude, come on. Don't <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but no, nah, man, he 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 loves it, man. He's he's a great dude. Always always trying to, you know, joke around and have fun. So Yeah, it seemed pretty seemed pretty smart to me. But uh, your 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 mom actually it was obviously part of the family and she's mm-hmm. raising you during this time where everybody's questioning the safety of football. And I can tell you that my mom, when my son played football, my mom thought I was crazy for having him play football. And I wonder, moms are different. Did did you get any pushback about wanting to pursue the the kind of the the, the family profession at all from her? No, not at all, man. I think we played, at least I played a lot of contact sports growing up. Um, I played lacrosse, which was way more violent and more contact than most people think. Um, I played ice hockey, which is, a, you know, very physical, right? Uh, obviously. They played football my whole life and just growing up, you know, she was obviously nervous when I played games, nervous when I had practices and stuff about, you know, just my safety, just because, you know, and she still is today. Like, I'm sure she's she always talks about how she's a nervous wreck anytime she sees me on the field now and thinks that maybe I might be hurt in some way. Or if I come running off the field, you know, in the middle of a drive and she's sitting over there worried about it. And, you know, I try to I try to just, you know calm her nerves or whatever by making sure that she sees that I'm okay by going back out or by making, by looking over there and being like, I'm good or whatever. But um, no, nah, man, she's never been, at least has never expressed to me that she had an issue with it. And um, I think that's really how she feels. I think that she knows that that's something that um, I really enjoy and something that I'm good at and something that has just blessed me and, and even my family um, a lot. And so she's more than happy and more than supportive of, of me playing and, you know, that's a decision I'll have to make one day when I'm having kids, right? It's like, okay, do I really want them to be going through the things that I went through and um, feeling the things that I feel and, and you know, putting themselves in harm's way and all this stuff? But, um, 
a conversation I'll have to have down the road a little while, <laughs> no, no time soon. I can't remember which which game it was, but you were a little slow to get up, and uh, my wife and I were like on the edge of our seats. That's Jacob, you know, and mm-hmm. I can't imagine what goes through your mind because you. I think you said they actually told you to stay down at, at one yeah. point. I mean, that's the thing. Like it, it's it's very common, right? If you're hurt, like you just just stay on the field, right? Just like lay there, make sure you're okay, and that like that's pretty across the board, like don't get up, right? Just like, it's okay. You can lay there and the trainers will come and they will kind of diagnose everything, make sure everything's okay. But like, and for some reasons in the moment, I was like, I'm not laying on the field. I'm going to get up and I'm gonna try to walk off the field. But yeah, everyone kind of knew that I was, I was kind of banged up or whatever it may be. I, I don't even really remember the situation you're talking about, but there's a few of them that pop up in my head that I've been like, okay, like, whatever I can either just like get up or, or people are going to know I'm hurt. Right. And I, and I, that's the one thing I just don't, I don't like is just because like, I don't want my aunts and my uncles and my, and my grandparents sitting there, you know, worried to death about what's going on. Obviously at the end of the day, it's like, they'll find out whether I'm okay or not eventually. But I don't want all my, all the people that care about me, like, like you and your wife. And then like all these people that support me, I don't want them sitting there, you know, worried about me or being stressed about me. Cause at the end of the day, like I'm fine. Right. Like, I'll be all right. But, um, that's I don't know. That's just kind of part of it, I guess. How quickly does she, in particular, come to your mind of you thinking I'm going to stay down, but I'm okay? Yeah, yeah. And like, there's usually, like, I don't know. You can find you can find a way, right? And that's that's why I meant by like. So usually, if I something happens where, like I said, I'll come off or or you know, I'll kind of be limping or something, and I'll go off the field and I'll come back on. I'll make sure that I look over and just be like. Hey, like I'm good, <laughs> and, she'll, and like you know, whatever. I'll, I'll nod at them, or I'll like you know, sign sign at them or something, or I'll just wave or give them a thumbs up or whatever, just so that they kind of can can ease their their nerves and their tension about it. So you mentioned those other sports. If you weren't a football player, yeah, what sport would you be playing, or would you be playing sports? Dude, when I was young, I thought I was going to be a professional hockey player for real. I thought I was going to wow. be a goalie. Yeah, I really wanted to because my one of my best friends when I was younger. He played hockey. He's from Buffalo, New York. And um, so he like they came down here and I met him and like got got along with him really well. And so he would you know, teach me some stuff out on the driveway or whatever. Like we're playing roller hockey and stuff. And I was like, I, I want to start playing ice hockey for real, like with him. And um, yeah, man, got dove super hard into it. And that's how it was when I was a kid, man. If I was about something, I was about it. And like I was all about it. And um, yeah, got really into hockey. I played goalie. Uh, I was a goaltender. So. Um, obviously being a large kid that kind of helped a lot right I was you know 10 years old taking up pretty much the whole net which is cool but Wait, um, so you'd be a goaltender because I was imagining with the skates on like a 6'9 Eric Lindros or like like Zidane Ochara or something that man yeah, yeah you know he was dope because he's like he's what he's like probably 6'6 he's probably about my size Zidane Ochara is and he played deep like played defense whatever and just I'm pretty sure watching like the sports science or something, he would hit the puck like 104 miles an hour or something crazy like that. And I'm just like, see, that's what made me not want to play goalie is because you got to play pe- people like that that are hitting the puck 100 miles an hour. Like, I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> like, I can't do that. So maybe that's another reason why, you know, I got, you know, pretty decent hand eye right now is just because of playing goalie when I was when I was a little kid, as, as you know, playing hockey is being able to react and see the puck and all this stuff. So um yeah probably play hockey or man i don't even know like i told you man i I was i was super big into just a lot of different things so there's no telling what i thought i wanted to be when i was younger 
going back on another topic you had the 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 big x where you couldn't touch the ball because mm-hmm. you were you were too big uh, when were you actually able to be a part of the offensive game plan and what was that like um so eighth grade when you ever start playing like middle school ball and it's no longer sanctioned by uh cbfo is the whatever cedar bluff football association or something like, uh, uh what's a word that starts with o uh, let's go office Sure. Office. Um, <laughs> organization. 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 That's it. Organization. Sorry, it took me that long. Um, but no, um, once it became not sanctioned by them anymore, it was sanctioned by like, you know, something, something else. We, we were able to remove the green X. There was no green X rule anymore. So pretty much anybody could touch ball. And that's when I made that move to tight end. It was also when I started growing a lot uh, vertically. Um, so started growing a lot and started kind of learning more about the tight end position. But even as a young kid, like no high school teams really have like a tight ends coach. Right. That's what's kind of weird. Is that that's a good point. You know, generally speaking, you're with the the O-line coach or the wide receivers coach or, you know, half and half, you're kind of splitting it up. Um, but luckily like in high school, for some reason, our, one of our offensive coaches who was, well, he, he coached pretty much everything in the time that I was there, but, like kind of just took over the tight ends and there was like three or four of us. And every single day he would take us for like our indie or individual work, like the time whenever each position splits up and and practices their own different things, he would take us and he would, we would work specific things about, you know, releases and uh, blocking and, you know, running our routes for our offense and different things like that. So it was super happy to have somebody that, you know, tried to pour into us as as tight ends, whether he knew anything about tight ends or not, I don't know, but (laughs) he sure acted like it. And so it helped me, I'm sure that helped me out, you know, just kind of through the whole thing, but um, yeah, made that, made that switch from hand in the dirt at all times to hand in the dirt sometimes Yeah, around, around freshman year, eighth grade. So. Do you remember the first pass you caught or the first time you touched the ball in a game? I do actually. It was um, we were at Innsworth High School in Nashville, and we were playing some like jamboree game or something like that. And like we, were, it was the CBF or not CBF. It was the middle school team. And I don't know why I was wearing some like crazy highlighter yellow like socks or something. And I caught, I just caught a little seam ball across the middle and like drugged these two kids. It sounds all crazy, but I'm not making it up. I promise. Caught the ball across the middle, like the 30-yard line, and it was running, you know what I mean? Probably slow because I was slow, still kind of slow. But, like, was running, and, like, I had these two kids, like, on me, and I'm way bigger than all of them, so then I'm just kind of dragging them in the end zone, and then I reach the ball across the end zone, and I score. And I thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever, right, because it was my first catch ever, and I just scored a touchdown. So I was I was hyped for sure. But That is uh, – that, that's good stuff. Uh, that was, what, 13 years in the making that you had to wait to catch yeah. that ball? 14? Just about 12, 13 years. So it was worth it, though. Now we're here. There you go. And a lot more balls to be caught yeah. this upcoming season. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Man Alive. It's worth the drive. They bring you the ball report with Jacob Warren. Love it. That was a lot of fun. Uh, for Jacob, I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a production of Off Dog Sports.